Chapter 12, in which Hyseneth makes an apology. Your bomy, said Buck that night, is a boast fierce bouse. Flora licked his swollen snout tenderly. I'm sorry, she said. It's all happened so quickly, I had no time to explain. She's beta bess of by bows, said, said Buck. Lie down and rest, said Flora, arranging the felt bedding more comfortably around him. I expect she'll say she's sorry in her own good time. But Hyseneth was in no mood for apologies. That great white monstrosity of a mouse had bitten her poor little husband, and so she had responded in kind. A nose for a foot and a foot for a tooth, she said to Robin, back in their old nest under the staff room floor. You certainly clobbered him, Heiss, said Robin. His feelings were muddled. He felt sorry for his new friend and at the same time was pleased that his wife had sprung to avenge his injury. You won't do it again, though, will you, he said. Now that everything has been explained, I mean, he is one of the family now. Hyseneth did not answer. I wish I had a boyfriend, said Lovey. You are much too young, said her mother. Why, it seems only yesterday that you were born in here, in this very spot. Buck's place is nice, said Robin. It's much roomier than this and ever so well furnished. Why don't we move in with him and Flora? What do you say, Heiss? But once again, Hyseneth did not answer, and Robin knew better than to nag her. As the next evening approached, only one of the five mice in the school had had a good day's sleep, and that was Lovey. Ragged Robin's foot and Buck's nose allowed them no more than a fitful doze, and Flora and Hyseneth were deep in thought. Each had a problem. Under the boards in the staff room, Hyseneth now wrestled with her conscience. Should she say she was sorry? She wasn't sorry, but should she say that she was? How could they move in with Flora and Buck unless she did say so? What should she do? Under the sink in the first grade classroom, Flora fretted about her future. I shouldn't be here, she said to herself. Spring vacation will soon be over and it's time I become a second grader. I'm sure I could cope with the work. I want to move up, but I don't want to move house. What shall I do? As the light faded, Flora's thoughts were interrupted by the sudden appearance of Lovey. There's a meeting, Flora, she said, in the staff room now, Mom says. And away she went. Flora and Buck made their way to the staff room, and as soon as they entered, Robin greeted them heartily. Flora, dear, he cried. Buck, my boy, how are you feeling? Uh, much better, thank you, Robin, said Buck. How about you? Oh, I'm on the mend, said Robin. Plenty of life in the old mouse yet. An awkward silence followed. Neither the male mice could think of anything further to say, and Flora's feelings towards her mother were less than kindly. She summoned us here, she thought, so let her get on with it. And after a while, Hyseneth spoke. Flora, she said heavily, I owe you an apology. Me, mother, said Flora, looking sideways at Buck's nose. Yes, said Hyseneth. I was hasty. I did not realize that this person, Buck, said Flora, his name is Buck, that Buck was a friend of yours. It's not me you should be apologizing to, mother, said Flora. But, began Hyseneth. No buts, said Flora, in so Hyseneth-like a way that Robin was filled with delight. If a mouse could wag its tail like a dog, he'd have wagged his, if he had one. After all, said Flora, if we are all to live together as one happy family, we don't want any more bad blood. Or any more good blood, said Robin. 
Well, that was really why I called this meeting, said Hyseneth hastily, to see if you would be willing, you and Buck, that is, for your father and Lovey and me to share your accommodation. It's very comfortable and roomy, and I hear it would be nice to be all together, wouldn't it? On one condition, Mother, said Flora firmly. What's that? Say you're sorry to Buck. It doesn't matter, said Buck. Lee said, soon as Ben did a Robin. Robin did not answer. Go on. Heis, he thought. Say it, even if he didn't mean it. It'll be more power of good to hear you eating humble pie. Hyseneth looked at the white mouse's still swollen snout, and she took a deep breath. Buck, she said. I'm sorry that I bit your nose. And to her surprise, she found that she meant it. Don't mention it, said Buck. Good old Heis, said Robin. Let's all go to our place, said Flora. Yippee, cried Lovey, and away they went. The last few days of spring vacation slipped by pleasantly enough. Both Robin's and Buck's injuries healed well, and the white mouse found himself thoroughly accepted by Flora's family. He and Robin were already firm friends, and for the little Lovey, he was a perfect big brother. The way to Hyseneth's heart, he found, was flattery. Accustomed as she was to nothing better than such compliments as good old Heis, she was delighted when, for instance, Buck passed a remark on the beauty of her eyes. Oh, the depth of blackness in those shining orbs, Hyseneth, he murmured, fixing her with his pink ones, and she bridled with pleasure. Only Flora was restless. As the end of spring vacation drew near, she haunted the second-grade classroom. She was determined to move up a grade, yet she did not want to leave the comfortable home under the first-grade sink. Then, on the very last day of vacation, she found the solution. The second-grade classroom was by far the biggest in the school, and on one end of it had been set aside as a library area. Here were not only well-stocked bookshelves, but also a large table on which various books of interest were always left open to encourage children to look through them. There were atlases and dictionaries and encyclopedias and many others. Flora was standing in front of one of these, polishing up her reading skills, ready for school to begin again. It was an illustrated dictionary, open to pages dealing with the letter C. The picture was of a man in a suit, carrying a rolled umbrella and a briefcase in the act of stepping into a railway carriage. It meant nothing to Flora, but only she read the words underneath. C-U-M-M-U-T-E-R. One who travels daily from home to place of work, returning home at the end of the day. Place of work, thought Flora. Well, for me, that now means the classroom. So I won't have to leave home. I can commute to work and back each day.